Hi there, welcome to Motherhood in the Diaspora. My name is Paulette. I am a Kenyan nurse currently based in the UK. I share my journey coming to the UK while pregnant. So everything pregnancy, motherhood, parenthood, nursing, and lifestyle. To my returning subscribers, thank you. If you have not subscribed, make sure you like, share, and subscribe. If you have any topic whatsoever that you like for me to talk about, make sure you leave it in the comment section. You can find me on my socials at the Paulette. So I had just finished giving my antenatal story, so make sure you watch it. The link is here or the photo is here um, before you continue with this video. So picking it up from where I had left with my antenatal story is I had just finished seeing the consultants at my 39th week appointment. So they tried to explain to me the cause of what was going on. And according to them, I was having a sort of autoimmune disease. Um, that was sort of started to bring these complications and I had to be seen um, quite often and they had to start planning for my delivery and I was to see the doctors in the next week the 40th week on Monday so come Saturday morning of the 39th week remember in two days I'm supposed to see the doctor so that we can plan my delivery which was most likely going to be a cesarean section so come Saturday, my partner is preparing to go to work because we were both supposed to be on unpaid uh, leave. Uh, there is absolutely no way that we are both going to be on unpaid leave. Who's going to pay the bills? Exactly my point. So he's preparing to go to work. I'm relaxing and I realize I'm starting to have contractions and I'm starting to have some um, discharge that is called a bloody show I just decided to monitor the progress because i did not want the whole situation of going to the hospital being told you come back i decided to just phone the midwifery unit which you which is something that you're supposed to do if you have any complications or any questions so i described to them this is what i'm feeling this is what i'm having should i come in they told me yeah because you're 39 weeks pregnant and we can see on the system that you are a high risk come to the hospital I reached the hospital, they were ready for me, they checked me, they did some tests to make sure I was not leaking amniotic fluid. Um, unfortunately, I was. And it was not clear, it was actually colored or discolored. I should I call it discolored. Discolored fluid, which meant some extent my child was starting to have some issues as well. My blood tests, once again, they were all over the place. And I had started to show some form of kidney failure so it's at this point that i started to now internalize that i'm about to enter this deep hole of complications i'm alone i've not invited anyone who's going to help me take care of myself and my child but i kept it going i was staying positive for the sake of my sanity the doctor comes about four hours later it's not 7 p.m the doctor comes to check me and he tells me, no, I'm just going to admit you because I have seen the notes the doctors made in your case and I cannot let you go yet. You're high risk and you've started having these extreme deranged lab tests. So we have to admit you and see the plan for you tomorrow. But for tonight, we have to admit you and start monitoring you for labor. And if the child is going to have more distress, we'll have to do something about it. The next day comes at 9 a.m. The doctors come in, the nurses come in, and they tell me they want to try out an induction before going for a cesarean section. But at around 1 p.m., they were supposed to come and check if I had made any labor progress. So I told them, before you start doing that, let me go to the toilet. 
went to the toilet that was in the room at least it was a sort of a bed sitter or a studio kind of room and that's the last thing i remember <laughs> so what i'm going to share with you from here onwards is a little bit of collection of the memory i have plus what the nurses would tell me later on and the doctors plus what my partner saw after that so apparently i started shaking after coming back from the toilet i looked very pale I was trembling, I was looking like I was about to fall and the nurses were quite concerned. They put me on the bed because I had a midwife and a student midwife in the room at all times. They put me on the bed, they started doing my vital signs and I was entering into something called eclampsia. I was in and out of consciousness, I was seeing some darkness, then I could see light and every time I opened my eyes, I could see more and more doctors and nurses in the room. I can remember about... 10 if not 15 people in the room i don't know if it's an exaggeration of my brain i don't know so they tell me that they started taking my bloods they started taking my vital signs my blood pressure was extremely high my temperature had shot all the way to 42 the liquid that i was previously draining had now changed color my child was also undergoing some sort of distress and I started vomiting. They made the decision to do an emergency C-section because I was continuing to have the epileptic fits. It took about five minutes to understand what was going on. And I finally caught a glimpse of my partner who was now at the edge of the bed. And I asked him what's going on. And he told me, sign here. That's the only thing I remember. So I think there was a paper with consent that I was to sign. I don't remember anything else. <laughs> it's that bad. I literally don't remember anything else. So, because I'm here, they did a successful CS section, and within an hour, I was out. And my child was born at 4 p.m. via C-section. So, unfortunately, we came to learn that I had developed something called HELP syndrome because of reasons I cannot tell to date. Where it started from or what caused it, I do not know. So, I thought that that was the end of it, and it was now up to me to now regain the strength and maybe by day two or three i should be out because i have seen patients who have come in the complications in my previous work and i saw them walk out within a week ha huh. i stayed in the hospital for 15 good days why the fever that i had developed that led to me going into theater continued for the next 11 days in the hospital there is absolutely no doctor who did not pass by my room. They could not get to the bottom of it. So, here comes day three. It's around 7 a.m. I have breastfed this child the whole time and I felt quite exhausted. I put him down, he slept. So after putting him to bed, I remember I just looked over my shoulder and I saw him sleeping and that's the end of it. The next time I wake up, I open my eyes. My head was still tilted towards its side. I looked at the time and it was at 11 30 a.m i gave a quick glance in the room and i saw a multitude of people once again and the doctor was asking me wake up what's happening and i just told her i was asleep why are you waking me up what i didn't know was they had actually tried to resuscitate me back i was partially gone and I woke up to having a lot of IV drugs running. 
I was reviewed by every specialist in that hospital, even the head of ICU. Everyone came to check, but they could not get why I was just going down even after having various high-tech antibiotics and drugs. And it's on this day that I finally found my faith and I returned back to God because that's the only thing that has kept me alive to date. So to just not make this story long, the symptoms went on and on and on. I think on day six, I still didn't have a diagnosis. They were just trying each and every drug on me to see what would make me feel better, what put my blood pressure down, what would make my fever go down. It was a roller coaster of emotions. And the doctors really tried, together with the midwives, they tried their best. They would finally get me to a point where they thought they could take me home and continue maybe with oral, but I will come crashing and going up, crashing and going up. And this went on for the next 14 days. Thank God I am doing much better now. It was a little bit dramatic. I know my story is not unique, but I just felt like I will share with you. And if you are pregnant and thinking about coming to the UK, please make sure you have a support system around you. If you do not have any support system, meet me in the DMs. I'm going to be your sister. I'm going to be your mother, brother, <laughs> whichever you want me to be. I'm going to be your online and don't suffer alone. Yeah. And I'm not scaring anyone. There are people who have come and have had very uncomplicated issues. I'm not here to scare anyone. Oh, that was my delivery story. Thank God. On the 15th day, we came home finally. And we've come to the end of that story finally. If you've not subscribed, make sure you do so. We are now on the road to a thousand subscribers. We'll continue with our motherhood series, lifestyle series, as well as nursing. So make sure you share and leave a comment as well. And let's meet on the next episode.